is going on, everybody? Welcome. Uh, Monday, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Wednesday morning. I don't Tuesday. know. I don't know the fuck when you guys listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's Literally. Tuesday. Tuesday night. It's Tuesday, Tuesday night. We have a very special mm. episode for you because um, our our. Well, we have two guests, really, quite frankly. One of them oh, is, yeah. is, is here speaking to you right now, Manny Gutierrez. 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 <laughs> and according to his bio, let me just... <laughs> Let's read the bio verbatim. Is a Mexican-American makeup artist, beauty expert, and pioneer in the makeup world for his commitment to blurring the lines of gender... In cosmetics, hmm. blurring the lines like these pores. I is mean, it? And, that, is it that, <laughs> and that's a bit of a play on words. It sure is. And uh, also says here frequently works with uh, charitable organizations such as the St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Love them. The Human Rights Campaign. Mm. Glad. Mm. In the Los and Los Angeles LGBT. Is it LGBTQ yes. Center? Because yes. it didn't have the Q. Yeah, it's still call- I think it's still called the LGBT Center. Is it? I, know, I don't oh. know if they added the Q yet. Maybe not yet. Well, yeah, they're working on it. Get branding on it. Uh, welcome. <laughs> so <hurry> the- <laughs> welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having welcome, me. I'm so excited. And, and I only, I only read this. It also, you were Forbes 30 under 30. Yeah, uh, founder is. and CEO of uh, Lunar Beauty. Yes. Um, face of Maybelline. I yes. was the first face of Maybelline for a boy. First boy. First male to be the face of Maybelline. Maybe yeah. she's born with it. Maybe, Maybe she's he Manny. Is Maybe Manny. he's Manny. Maybe he's but more. <laughs> more importantly than all of that, you are a big Bachelor fan. Literally, the the most important thing here on my resume is the Bachelor <laughs> fanatic yeah. that I am. You also know Jeff Goldblum, Mariah Carey, Kesha, and yes. Shay Mitchell. Oh my God, Kesha just DM'd me the other day. Yeah, nothing about it. Yeah. Like, also, hey, what's up? Um, <laughs> but Manny, thank you so much for joining us. Oh my us. god, of course. Thank you for having me. I'm uh, so excited. We are looking forward to breaking down this episode of The Bachelorette with you, as well as, as talking to Joe. Yes, I'm, I'm thrilled. We agree. We just was a delight. He's truly just one of a kind. And a devastation of him going home is has hit home for me. Yeah. It's the devastation for me. Like, I'm here for him if he's yes. looking for a nice little Cuban oh. Italian girl. I'm here. Absolutely. And I'm here for him <laughs> if he just suddenly turns bisexual. Yeah. Also works. We can share. I just so enjoyed talking to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, he's just a cool dude. Uh, before <laughs> we get into the show, um, I, I would like, if you could, mm-hmm. I know I'm putting you on the spot. Okay. Wow. Quick makeup tip for those listening who might be interested. Quick makeup tip. A common theme thing that uh, the avid, average makeup user might use that you're like, no girl or guy, don't do that. Yeah. What What is it? Let's see, what? You know what, a makeup tip that helps, like, cause you, earlier you had said like, oh, I have like dark circles, right? Yeah. You said that. So a, a really easy, quick tip for that is adding a color corrector to your under eye before you put concealer on to kind of cancel out, you know, with that peachy undertone to cancel out the blue cause they're opposite in the color wheel, so. Wait, really wait, so what was trip. that again? Because I'm not a good at being a girl. So no, 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 no. So, so means. there's thing, these things called color correctors, and basically they help adjust the color that you're like that's you yeah. are essentially. So a peachy orange color counteracts blue directly in like the color spectrum. So if you ever have like really dark bag, dark under eyes, you put some peachy color corrector first, and then concealer on top, and then the blue is gone. 
Okay, that makes me so excited. So, I'll be going out to get it right away. Because yeah, someone actually that. said to me, like, oh, I love your eyeshadow. And I'm like, it's not eyeshadow. I just have dark circles. <laughs> I was like, it's not brown eyeshadow. It's a really, it's a really, really, really so embarrassing. Smoky tired. It was yeah. called Smoky Tired. Smoky, I love that. So the new palette coming to Luna Beauty, Smoky so Tired. I so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> That's so rude. Huh? Like, I love it. Thank you for sharing that wisdom. Of course. I got you. Any wisdom I can give. I'm going to CBS right now because I'm also is there a, a girl. Is there a promo code that makes? There, there's <laughs> not a promo code. I wish. I wish Luna Beauty had one. Dang, but um, any peachy color character will do great. Orange, okay. peachy. All right. Well, on that note, um, let's get into this. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, Manny, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Um, you are uh, a legend in your field, but most importantly, <laughs> Mexican American, a Mexican American legend, <laughs> if you will. Manny Gutierrez is a Mexican American makeup artist. Um, but most importantly, you are a Bachelor super fan. Yes? I am. I, I'm a stan. I'm definitely a stan. How long have you sure. been a, a fan? Since I since re season. That's oh, right. I've so watched you're since pretty then. fresh. It's a fresh stan. I've watched everything since stan? then. Uh, it's like a, a stay forever fan. Oh, that's that what it means. Oh, stan. Stay. I'm staying forever. I love it. Yeah. Stay forever fan? Yeah. But as not stan spelled S-T-A-N? S-T-A-N? Yeah. So it's like fan and staying forever combined. Stan. Stan. I'm still miss fan. <laughs> it's like it's like there's it's like shipping the two words. Yes, exactly. I know enough about that to know what <laughs> shipping is. Shipping. That's too complicated. <laughs> it's like when you. It's like it's like when you put two names together, like no, no, Brangelina. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. Stan. I'm a Stan. Yeah. We're old. So you just <laughs> you just started uh, being a fan. Yes, I just started. I guess you're relatively season. new. Yeah. I, is that new? I feel like that was like kind oh, of I guess. years I ago. Maybe that just we're, we've been around the block. I guess. Yeah. Did the, the ringer. Um, are you enjoying the season? It is a shocking season for sure. Like during Claire, it was something. It was something. It was honestly hard to watch sometimes, to be honest. I was going through it. There was moments where I had to like pause it and just compose myself and then keep watching. <laughs> for reals. Yeah, Keisha, no, it was, it's calmer. It's calmer. Yeah, it's definitely calmer. <laughs> it's more digestible. Oh, by far. Like there was moments like literally like when Claire, like in the pool scene with that one guy when she was like, he went in to kiss her, but then he like grabbed her. And it was like such a weird, weird energy that I'm like, I, I can't do this. I like to use food analogies okay. often. <laughs> Is that so? <laughs> Claire sees it like, and I also like to use Sour Patch Kids in my food analogy. Okay. Sour Patch Kids are great. Uh-huh. But watching Claire's season was like taking a bag of Sour Patch Kids and try to eat it an entire bag in a single bite. Yep. Like. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's too Claire's damn much. great and dramatic. But it was too much all at once, and like you started choking on the Sour Patch Kids all while like crying on the sourness and the sugar. And then, but you, you love know, Sour Patches. But you love Sour Patch Kids on its own. Yeah, absolutely. And like, yeah, you know, we love the drama that Claire brought. It was just a lot. It was all too much. Every and, episode was packed with drama constantly. So I literally was like, I need a reprieve. I need yeah. some happiness here. <laughs> I need some calm. And, and uh, Tasha's like a very reliable scoop of ice cream. Exactly. She yeah, she's just a scoop of ice cream. That's the best way to say it. <laughs> a stunning. Scoop. Which is like I love. And a she's great, a, but I she's love a scoop cream. of ice cream in a cup, honey. She's not on a cone. <laughs> just a cup. Yeah. Just a cup. I don't know what the fuck that means. But but after <laughs> but I don't know what it means. But after after trying to like choke on an entire bag of Sour Patch Kids, 
we appreciate uh, just the simplicity of uh, some ice cream. I yeah. love some ice cream. In a cup. Yes. <laughs> sometimes I miss being on the beach. You sometimes the beach. I'm. Sometimes you know I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes I, like if I miss anything, I miss paradise. So what I did when I got back is I would just drink rum haven. I would create that vibe with a little, with a little, you know, cocktail uh, fantasy. Oh, it brings you back to the tropical. It it islands brought me back to the tropical Mexico. islands. So uh, <laughs> I like to drink my rum as I do most of my spirits on uh, rocks on the rocks. It's the best. Um, it's delicious. It uh, the best thing about Rum Haven is that it's made with real coconut water. So if you want to combine two amazing things: delicious rum and wonderful healthy coconut water, Rum Haven is the rum for you. Rum Haven believes that Mother Nature did it right the first time. That's why Rum Haven is crafted using real coconut water and no artificial preservatives or flavorings. The result is a refreshing taste that can be enjoyed over ice with a splash of club soda or in your favorite cocktail to help you sip into paradise. So to get your Rum Haven now, go to discover.rumhaven.com for the latest tips, recipes, and giveaways. I don't think we can overstate how important it is to be mindful of the things that we put in our body. Like, I agree. Like a dirty dick. No, I mean, I would feel like I'm, I'm not. I mean, I don't, do you? If I were in your shoes, yes. I wouldn't want any dirty dicks inside me i could say i would not like any dirty i feel like that resonates well. with our audience it does resonate i can't is there anyone listening who would, who would want hand. who would raise their yeah. hand saying would you want to put a Please. dirty dick inside any part of you yeah I, i'm gonna guess that i feel like no. a unanimous no yeah so why would you put dirty vitamins in your body or dirty anything in your dirty body. anything well ritual <laughs> ritual is the vitamins for you because there are there is no dirty dick in any of their vitamins. They they the no, best literally part of, literally <laughs> and figuratively. <laughs> Ritual is formulated with key nutrients, including vitamin D three, to help fill the gaps in your diet. Their fresh tasting delayed release capsules are digested to dissolve later in less sensitive areas of your stomach, so you can take them with or without food. But the best part about Ritual is you know exactly what is in those vitamins. No sugars, no GMOs, synthetic fillers, artificial colorants, none of that. Not to mention animal byproducts like sheep's wool and glue. What? It's just gross. Yeah. I'm having a reaction to that. Byproducts like sheep's wool and gelatin from hooves and hides that usually go into regular vitamins. Yeah. Oh, that is. Regular but you're, vitamins you're, are you're, the dirty you're, dick. You're all taking vitamins where all this shit is in there and you don't you make no no thought you have no thoughts about that but you're so worried about these dirty dicks yeah well stop it you deserve to know what's going in your multivitamin and you deserve to not have a dirty dick go inside you yeah. you also deserve to know what's in your multivitamin that's why ritual is offering my listeners 10 percent off during your first three months visit ritual.com slash v-i-a-l to start your ritual today certainly no sprinkles no sprinkles <laughs> there's no there's no extra it's not on a fun cone it's just oh, in a cup. um so this episode opens where remind me uh, oh, this episode the- opens with uh, we're doing the second group date. Mm-hmm. Ah, mm-hmm. yes. And it's the it's it's 
the song competition. So oh, whoever wins yeah. the song competition gets the one-on-one. Yeah. All right. The song competition. You can definitely tell that. I mean, it's tough. COVID world. They're running out of date ideas. Oh, for sure. I would honestly, I would have fainted if that <laughs> was like, the date for me. It's so bad. I would have like, died. What should we do? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> we can't travel anywhere. What Maybe are we going to do? Maybe next week we can play shoots and ladders. <laughs> the floor like, is lava. They're definitely running out of shit to come up with. The floor is lava. I was like, girl, this honestly, is, we are really that, reaching. That would have blown my mind if they had like, you know, a lava, make a lava floor. Um... Challenge. obstacle course oh my god you're so lucky you traveled <laughs> no i mean like i feel for the like they're listen this is the first time doing this they're they're yeah. stuck on a uh, resort next week so they're gonna be painting fruit in the hotel rooms oh or something god. you watch yeah, they but they're, they're literally just like ah oh, fuck man let's just uh import some snow into the snowman building <laughs> how fast can you count to 10 <laughs> yeah <laughs> Typing words per minute yeah. you know literally it's rough in these streets for real it's rough um this music was. But that, 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 was... that, that really, this, the, not so much this day, but that was really, that was really more emphasized on the, the obstacle course date. Yes. Where, right? That's like the baby the, one? Yeah. Where like Ed had to hold the baby for a well, while? Well, when, when Becca and, and um, Sydney oh, showed up. Uh, the truth or yes. dare. The truth or dare. Sorry. Yeah, obstacle course, truth or dare. Yeah. It was like, okay, They are really is, trying. Yeah. Well, what are you guys supposed to do? I mean, I don't, I don't fault producers for no, it. No. Yeah. It's like they're, they're stuck. It's a struggle, honey. Yeah. But I feel like if big brother producers can get it together, like somebody can just the house, they can That's do it. That's not fair. Yeah. It's a totally different show. True. But they come up with some really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Just saying, like mm-hmm. this is this is. And you know, Bachelor got a big old budget. Don't even try to play me. <laughs> it's not about budget. It's about COVID. That's true. It's about oh, that's like true. That's very true. You know, like only certain like yeah, they brought Becca and Sydney in, but like mm-hmm. that's two people and 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 willingness and you know that there's a lot more. I'm I'm assuming a lot more hurdles they have yeah. to, mm-hmm. to jump through to, to make these dates work. So they're just working with what they have. Yeah, I hope the property that they have for my, Matt James allows them to do a lot more stuff but also it's fine because it's all the same shit but do you want to watch a whole nother season of the same kind of boring dates what group dates when they were traveling do you remember being like oh wow thank god they were traveling because we got to watch this it's all i mean i was i pretend to be a mime in france on andy season was that special mm-hmm. like it was special for it just you. looked yeah, pretty and like looked cool <laughs> Yeah, like it, it was, was, it was like, more it was like, visual. It was just so yeah. like from wow. an audience standpoint, you're like, oh, they're totally. in France, they're being mimed. Because Exa- like, exactly. Or like, you know, when we were on Caitlin's season, when we were in um, San Antonio, we we dressed up as uh, a mariachi band and had to write our songs. It was similar See? to this. It's just the visual, the visual. aspect yeah. of, of doing this stuff. Um, but anyways, back to the songwriting. <laughs> Do the songwriting. Um, oh. I yeah. I mean, listen, I uh. Bennett was excited because he says he spits he spit flow in high school. Which Did was he? Like my favorite Bennett would be the one that would thing. be splitting flow, B- yeah. splitting flow, splitting, splitting flow. He said he spit flow in high school. Bennett has really disappointed me. Yeah, the past couple episodes. What are your know. thoughts? No, I there's something about Bennett that I love him, but then there's also moments where I'm like, you get too much airtime, buddy. Here, here's the thing about Janet. I figured out Bennett, okay. mm, mm. and I don't even know if Bennett's figured out Bennett. <laughs> oh, okay. And I say this with love. Bennett is a dork. A hundred percent. Right? I agree and that's fine. I say that charmingly. I just don't know if Bennett knows he's a dork. If Bennett knows he's a dork, then it's great because he's like leaning into his dorkiness and he knows some of the stuff. Uh-huh. But 
I'm not so sure that he knows yet. And I think Bennett might like look in the mirror and go, dang, like, you fire. And he, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, so I think, he I really lo- think if he looks so. in the mirror and thinks he's like the suave yes, New York Harvard, I think he thinks that. then I kind of hate him mm-hmm. because then it's he like, that. then he's that type of guy who like constantly gets in here. And I don't know which one he is. I do know he is a dork. Okay. Do you want me to see violent? Yeah. Is I had saw his he posted on Instagram the other day and it was like a video of him just like just enjoying my saltwater bath or like whatever and it was like he was like flexing his arm and he's like doing this and he's shirtless just like his nipples are out and he's just like yeah and he so winked, now it, and he winked and I literally almost died. Do you think so? Now if he's if if the, if he's in on the joke if he knows it's corny it's funny right but I don't think he knows. See that's what I'm concerned about that's, for him. That's the thing. I'm concerned. I and and this pet like. Last week, I was like, eh. This week, I was like, I don't think he knows he's a dork. But he is, and that's fine. Being a dork is great. It's mm-hmm. in vogue. But I think he thinks he's like Tyler Cameron. Oh, uh, yes. Not. Yes, yes, yes. There will never be another Tyler. I'm so sorry. You yeah, know, that's, that's, that's my take on Bennett. So if you're listening, Bennett, it's okay. It's, you're a dork. We love you. You're, you're not. We love the dork. You're not suave. <laughs> like when... When when he was t- we're jumping around, but when he was like when he was talking to Tasha, I don't know if that was this date, and he and he was like, I felt like I pro- he proposed to Tasha. Yeah, yes. And it was just uh-huh. like I felt it, and I'm like, eh, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he I know exactly he was it was very charming in a very dorky way. Yes, but but stay dorky. Yeah, like, I like that. I, I I think he needs to lean, lean into, into the dorky like, roots. That he is a dork. Mm-hmm. Um. And, uh, that's and we stand. A, and yeah, I like. And we will stand if he's a dork. Now Ivan is the someone who knows who he is. Like he on the the writing song part. Mm-hmm. I suck at this. I'm complete out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, zone. And he was. Just, you can just tell with Ivan. You've been able I, to tell this from the I beginning that he knows agree. who he is. And I don't really know who that is, but uh-huh. he does. Yeah. And it just it just it comes out very. Genuinely. Very authentic. No, I completely agree. And I think the guys are always like, oh, well, he's like not the outspoken one. He's not going to do well on this <laughs> day because he's so shy. And it's like, uh, I think you guys are just hating I, that he gets his yeah, vibes. My favorite part of all, like any any Bachelor or Bachelorette season. It happens more, I think, with the Bachelorette. Uh-huh. It's when, when guys have their man chats mm. and they sit down and basically recap all the ways to people in general right. might like each other or might not like each other. Uh-huh. It's like, well, if he doesn't talk at all, he, she might send him home. And well, if he does, you know, talk, right. then they might get together. Yep. And if he, if he says something rude and offensive, they might not like each other. But if he does something charming, he'll then they stay. might be, he'll stay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, okay, well, they really, thanks for the update. Guys. They really spoon feed it. <laughs> On what's gonna happen. Oh, I didn't know that, but thank you. Yes, no, exactly. Thank like, you for oh, letting well, he's me. He's not shy. I'm like, girl, it's just a one on one. Like, if he's gonna be his normal self, I'm sure. And he was, and I thought he did great on the date. Ivan's awesome. Uh, and he, he, when he pulled, when he told Tasha, or asked rather, when mm-hmm. he asked Tasha to come up, he did it yes. in a very kind of. Uh, it's it's a it's a it's a tough skill to. Uh, be confident enough to talk about your insecurities mm-hmm. all while still um, showing confidence. Totally. Right? And that's exactly what Ivan did in that moment of this makes me nervous. I'm mm-hmm. out of my comfort zone. Why don't you come up here, girl? Right in front of him. Yes. And it was all yes. very, it was all very charming. And so um, he, you know, kind of, I mean, he like his talk to his song. Yeah. 
it was more like spoken word which was fine <laughs> which was great yeah, honestly it, it worked it, it was just like worked. this is like hey i can't i don't i'm gonna this I can't is, do this i'm gonna do the best i can with I what i the, got i would have done the same exact um, thing. and i love i thought it was very charming i uh, I, I agree my my heart was fluttering uh um, yeah it was jumping my heart was jumping and then there wasn't no those i don't remember any there was there awkward performances no one really it was uh, everyone did fine everyone did kind of fine Zach, yeah, you know, Zach. they didn't really spend too much time on it. That's why they did. Yeah, they kind of zoomed past it. Yeah, you had Zach. On, what do we had? Zach on a cajon. Oh, Kenny, Blake with the accordion. That was my. Thing. I mean, that was shocking. This is a, it's 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 like I I I can't complain because they did this a lot with my season. Mm. But the fact that we're not ending with rose ceremonies, it's kind of confusing, especially from a recap standpoint. Oh, because yeah. uh-huh. the date opens up with a, a, a group date that Ivan's on. Yeah, Ivan gets a lot of attention. Right. I think then gets the next one on one. One on one. Then it goes into a rose ceremony. Then it goes, yep. then then it goes back to a first dating. Very confusing. Oh yeah. I digress. Wow. Um but uh so yeah. And then wait, so who got that group date rose? I, uh Zach. Who got the group date rose? On the, the first second? date. Oh, on the fir- the on was the music Noah? date, no one got it because no they one. were competing for the one on one. Got it. So Ivan just got. Oh, that's what that was. That's got what it, that got was. It, got it. Yeah. They were competing. So it was a group date that turned into a one-on-one. That mm-hmm. competed. It was a group date. Then they were like, okay, Ivan, you won. So now you're going to get a one-on-one. Gotcha. Date. And yeah. then those two had a date. Mm-hmm. They played Twister. In her room. And jumped for lava. And jumped lava floor. And ordered room service. <laughs> and had a pillow fight. And had a pillow fight. Yes. And then they had a, like they had a very serious conversation. Mm-hmm. They did have a very serious conversation. They did. Um, I thought... I, again, I just made me like Ivan even more. He talked about his family, mm-hmm. obviously. You know, like he opened story up a of lot. His brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, falls in line with the, you know, everyone's got their story. Mm-hmm. But I, I really like how Ivan talked about. Um, he's. I just always liked Ivan. They get. You know the, they they brought up uh, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I loved how Ivan talked about it. So did I. I, I loved his willingness, mm-hmm. his opening to talk about it. So I, you know, Ivan, he's a you like Ivan. He's a contender. I feel like he's definitely a contender for her heart for sure. Ivan, I'm predicting is going to be top four. Ivan, I'm predicting is going to be heartbroken. <gasps> yeah, Me too. he's oh my god, he's not that young. He's what 28, 20, so he's young. Yeah, he's younger. for the group. Yeah, uh, he's going to get. And shattered. he's younger than Tasha, so there's like a power dynamic there. Other than uh-huh. being, you know. Um. So I can see him falling hard for Tasha. Yeah, I think he's gonna be. Hard I think he's him. gonna be top four. I think he makes it to hometowns and he's mm-hmm. the first to go home. Oh my god, what a prediction! I, feel like wow. I agree. I think he'll Sadly. be top four as well. I I'm really so like him. Sure. I really. I hope we get to. If 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 he doesn't end up with Tasha, I hope we get to see him. If not, he's gonna yeah. be so popular. Paradise. Oh, for sure. Oh, he has to make it to paradise if he doesn't. So make popular. It. Yes, he's amazing. I love him. Um. Sweet man. Hey, we're, we're we're staying home. We're working out. It's the holiday season. We want to keep that that body right. We want to stay, you know, energized and active. So get your Echelon now. Echelon offers the next generation of connected fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, rowing machines, and their new Echelon Stride Smart Treadmill. No matter what your favorite fitness activity is, Echelon gives you a fun and challenging workout from the comfort of your home. I have an Echelon bike, and their world is class instructors will motivate you with the thousands of daily live and on-demand studio level classes always available when you need them i'm just competing with people all over the place that sounds Unlike like fun. their competitors echelon is affordable to everyone mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah they are and one membership lets f- up to five family members 
all work out at the same time. Right now, you can try any Echelon Fitness equipment at home for 30 days. Go to echelonfit.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That is E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com slash V-I-A-L-L. I don't know if you've seen my home tour video, but if you have, you know that I'm a huge advocate of, of Brooke Linen. And I shit you not. Can I say shit while talking about Linen? It doesn't matter because they, they do have the most insanely smart, softest sheets and, and comforters and duvet covers. Their mm. hand towels are amazing. Their bath sheets are amazing. They even have a bunch of other products. But their loungewear... <laughs> It's fucking unbelievable. Oh, I saw you in it. No, it's 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 a it's a different level of comfort on your body. And I've 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 put on a lot of different comfortable, you know, pants and and other type of like laying around wear. But their their loungewear it, it is. I've had you know on the inside and outside. Oh my god, it's amazing. And I've had you know friend yeah. a friend come over and and yeah. put on a sweatshirt and and even she was just like, oh my god, what is this? And I was like, yeah. It's Brooklyn. I can't say enough about it. Brooklyn was started by Rich and Vicky, who also tried to find beautiful home essentials that didn't cost an arm and a leg. And when they couldn't, they founded Brooklyn. And I thank them for it because I tell you what, it's super affordable. And it like they, you you would spend a fraction of what you co- uh, would spend on, on what is considered luxury betting. And um, I sleep very comfortably. And cool. it's great. And I love it. And I, I can't say enough about Brooklyn. It's just fucking <laughs> great. You love it so much. It's so good. They're, they're, oh, my God. If you want, just get their loungewear, man. They, they do it for men and women. It's it's fantastic. Something about it is brilliant. Brooklyn's Black Friday sale goes through November 30th. So get huge savings, 20% off their biggest sale of the year, and free shipping during Brooklyn's biggest sale of the year. Go to brooklyn.com now and use promo code V-I-A-L-L for 20% off your free shipping. B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and use promo code V-I-A-L-L for 20% off your order plus free shipping. Brooklyn.com and use promo code V-I-A-L-L at checkout. And if you're hearing this after November 30th, don't worry. You will still get 10% off your first order, plus free shipping and oh, brooklining.com. It's so good, you should pay an extra 10%, but you're, you're getting 10% off. They're that good. It's yeah. Their loungewear is amazing. If you don't, it's, it's fucking so good. <laughs> it's better than sex? No. Well, mm. let's take a quick pause on the... Uh, the recap. Well, the one-on-one with Ivan and, mm-hmm. and, and Taisha because we have Joe calling in oh my god to shed some light on on all the guys i'm gonna and, scream and the rose ceremony and the drama and mm-hmm. and um and your and the, dev- and the devastation of him going home yeah so joe come on in <laughs> it's really cool to, to be here thank you so much nick for inviting me i mean like this is weird you know uh this may not this probably shouldn't be a surprise to you but i've never done a podcast before and manny you've got such you've got great energy so thank you so much for having me seriously like i wish i had your energy seriously i wish we could trade place and you could do the interview for me oh that's so great joe joe's still like fresh off of like being charming were you always this charming like joe or or i just do for for the cameras only for the cameras in real life i'm I'm an asshole yeah yeah (laughs) Why did Tasha send you home? Honestly, foolish. <laughs> that was a very foolish decision. Like, like last night, oh, you wow. had like you know your little hype. Little, there was a little. There was some Joe buzz after 
last week's episode. Yeah. Which, quite frankly, is the only reason why you're, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but we, you, we, you are someone that uh, we enjoy watching. And, yeah. um, and so we had you on, and all of a sudden, Tasha decided to send you home. Were you, were you okay? Were you surprised? You were very gracious in your exit. Yes. Um, um, honestly, I can't say I was surprised. I, um, sometimes you just get the feeling, you know, and not only that, I mean, look, look at, look at that room of guys, like look at those studs around the room. Um, and I honestly, I'm surprised. I I, I'm surprised it lasts as long as I did. And that is like me being completely earnest. And (laughs) to be honest, all my friends and family are like, Said the same thing. They're like, "So wait, wait, wait. <laughs> are you still on the wait. show, you're Joe? Still you're a catch. You're, you're selling yourself short, Joe. Really? So you mean to tell me you honestly were like, when Ed got that final rose, you're like, yep, that makes sense. <laughs> really? <laughs> There's no way to a man. Uh, and again, I caught wind of a little bit of a little tension between you. But um, I'm not an Ed fan. <laughs> I, I've heard that. I've heard that. And I'm going to say to a man. Um, in the house, you're gonna have other people on. Ask them as well if you're still interested. If this is still feeding, which I hope it isn't, but in any case, everyone loved Ed. Um, I I enjoy Ed a lot, and um, you know that's just one facet. You didn't see him at all before, um, and that's one facet of the man. Well, that's let me all. ask you. Let me ask. Yes. Let me ask you this, Joe, because my problem with Ed as a viewer isn't that he wasn't popular with the majority of the guys, it was clear that he was. It's just like watching it back, and, and I'm sure you're seeing things that you didn't get to see before, like conversations like, you know, Ed's ITMs or conversations he's having with, you know, Tasha and, and Claire. He just, he was a bit of a tattletale, and he seemed to focus in his energy on mm-hmm. things that you would think are beneath adult adults, I guess you could say. And I'm just wondering, having watched it back, do you have any defense? Am I being too hard on Ed, despite him being popular in the house? Um, If I had, I'll say this, if I had um, a, you know, my brother or my sister was going out with somebody or was thinking about going out with somebody and I was concerned for, I was concerned that 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 person, for some reason, going 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 out with them for their money or going out for them for, some because for whatever reason you know because they have a nice car whatever it was um i would say something as well um and i think i can't fault the man for trying to protect the one you know like in that even during that time so So are you saying um, that that uh jason (laughs) is the opposite of ed they are very different human beings and that's the thing about this whole Mm. situation you have two two very different individuals, yeah. And it's like, and we're forced to be together in this one space. And in real life, they would see each other, they would hang out, and then they would just go their separate ways. But in mm-hmm. this scenario, you literally are forced to eat together and see each other and bump into each other over and over. And maybe like you have a roommate whose hat you don't like, and you're like, ah, oh. or you have somebody whose hat you don't like, and you see him once, you're like, ah, oh, this dumb hat, I don't care. But you see that hat like for like the same hat for a week, and you're like. Dude, why don't you just change your hat? And then after a month, you're like, God damn it. Like, just get rid of that hat. And yeah. that is kind yeah, of Yeah, no, I, just, you're absolutely you know? I, I totally get it. I've been yeah. there. You're right. And that was my problem with Ed is that he decided to actually make the fact that his roommate had a hat he didn't like a thing because what it seems like a guy who's just generally 
you know, Ed, Ed was that way about Noah this episode, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like my biggest problem in that world that you were a part of is when other men say things like, there's no way she's going to end up with this guy. They start making assumptions on the bachelorette's choice and like as if they know like you know what i'm saying like if they're her, her like ed's acting like Tasha's advisor or in bennett it's just <laughs> like and to me it's just like well let a them figure it out and uh right. and if any if i'm watching if, if i feel like anyone has zero shot at ending up with Tasha, it would be edward you know <laughs> like i also agree. so i'm just um, like what that's fair i listen you know, again, everybody's gotta have is gonna have their opinion, and, and um, I think the ways we show love and the ways we like show, like you know, some people will say I love you, and some people will say like I'm trying to protect you, and again, there are a lot of ways people show love. I think maybe that was his way, yeah. and uh, I can't judge the man because again, I'm not in his head, I'm not in his heart, so I'm leaving with that. You know, have you um, always been this sweet and endearing? I know. That's oh man, I I. Like, you know, whatever I am, honestly, I owe to my parents. They are the um, best people in the world. And, um, yeah, I mean, I was uh, I was emotional. Like, I'm not I'm not sure if it, you see it, but I was emotional during the exit interview because I was so, like, uh, I was really, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I, was, I owe it to them. And I appreciate you saying that. It's really nice of you to say that. But they're great people. And if that's rubbed on it for me, then I'm grateful. So... Going back to, since you're the first person I've had an opportunity to talk to about this experience in general, obviously you, you know, you were there for the whole like Tasha, Dale, Claire, you know, yeah. I guess it's more Claire, Dale, Tasha for going in order. But <laughs> I mean, what was that like for you? I mean, did you, you know, it, it seemed like from my perspective, most other than it, like, unless you were, well, obviously Dale. And then you had Jason, who had some, a one-on-one with Claire. Mm-hmm. And then you had, what's his name? Beard, Canadian. Um, Blake. 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 So if you weren't those three, like the rest of you guys were just kind of just, it was a waiting game. It was, like I mean, was it, it how, how confused were you in the first, like how in real time, like how many weeks of filming or how many days of filming were you there with Claire? Uh, real time, I think it's uh, it was like about about two weeks. Okay, yeah. So like about fourteen enough days. of time. Yeah. So like, was it as confusing to you guys in the moment as it was us watching it? In terms of like, did you feel it the whole time with 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 Dale? Because you know, obviously, when you watch it back, they're cramming it all into a few episodes. How did it feel like in real life? This is what I'll say. Um, I mean. You've seen Dale. I've seen Dale. Everyone's seen Dale. I fell in love with Dale the first time I saw him. I mean, like, he's a gorgeous, he's, he's a stud. <laughs> he's a good looking like, guy. No doubt about yeah. it. Like, <laughs> but really. And, like, I mean, you saw snippets of his interviews, but, like, he's got great presence, too, by the way. And um, he's well spoken. So I'm going to say, like, obviously, from the very, from the jump, it was obvious that, that he was. Like, like, favorite, like she was tense. She was giving a lot of attention to him, and um, it was obvious that she had an attraction towards him. And it was very obvious. Was, I mean, it was very obvious. And so, um, and again, like I've said this in many interviews before, like during the show, I'm like, in earnest, like I'm, I'm trying to be honest here. Like, I'm confident. I'm confident in myself. I, I like the person I am, and I think I have a lot to offer somebody. But on a first 
like on a first like a first date which is what this is this even these interviews are well like when you when you meet somebody on the rose ceremony and then you see my group date a first like 1.5 date 99 out of 100 people are gonna pick dale over me if not 999 out of a thousand that's just reality like that's just the facts like again give me 20 days somebody like learn them like like learn about me like mm -hmm. like um know the man and i'm more confident but on a first date which is what the bat which is what that time frame was myself as well as a bunch of these other guys like are gonna lose and i'll give you i'll happened. give you 70 30 or 60 40 but definitely i won't give you 99 out of 100 you yeah, me you're selling yourself a bit know, short you're a handsome guy you're, you're a doctor funny mm -hmm. you know you played volleyball i played volleyball all so i love conference. that all conference. Oh, um, in high school or college? Uh, in high school. In high school. <laughs> nice. Same, uh, same. You know, not, but, uh, I get what you're saying, and obviously yeah. you have a real genuine humility about you, which, mm -hmm. which makes you charming. But and, and clearly Dale is a very good-looking, charming guy, 6'4", just you know, beautiful Stunning. eyes. We, you know, we, we get the first impression that, Ro uh, yeah. that Dale brings to the table. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were did, like, were you getting like, because uh, like now you they have Tasha come in right, and you guys, you know that's all great. But before that, you didn't know. So what was it going like when, when when Claire was like not showing up for her group date or like getting this all this Dale time? It's like I get that you understood that why she was attracted to Dale, but at what point were you just did you did you ever feel like this this season was going to end in two weeks and it was just going to be over or what was going through your head as an individual you know being in that kind of atmosphere that as Chris mentioned like never happened before. Um, honestly, I've never watched the show before, so I didn't know it never happened before. So okay. I thought anything was technically possible, but uh, I definitely we, none of us thought oh like it's gonna it's gonna I don't think anyone really thought it was, was going to end. Okay. Um, we were just thinking. I mean, he's a front runner, you know, but the race is long. And so you know, like, especially like a Jason and a Blake, like, um, and, 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 and also not for nothing, a group of really good looking, confident dudes for a reason. And so no thought it was going to be over. So when the announcement was made, it was still like, like, oh, oh, like really? And it was, it was like a pin drop, you know, it was like silence and then, you know, we went through the stages of grief. It was like, I don't forget the exact order, but it was like, some people were angry. You know, some people were like, you know, um, you know, went, were scared and so, you know, whatever. I forget the exact stages, but then eventually came to acceptance and we're like, oh, like, Claire, like, we appreciate the fact that you, you told us, you know, you, um, we came here for a woman, someone who's mature and you coming out and standing in front of us and telling us this, um, we respect that. And, uh, it was strong for you to do that. It was strong for you to end the season and like ruffle all these feathers. And you know, there's like everything around you is built towards this season for you. And for you to just squash that, like that's hard for her. Like that was a, such a huge weight that she had to, I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and also not for nothing. If she felt that way, like, what if you, what if you knew you love somebody or you, or you really felt strongly about somebody and then you could keep going along with like holding other people's hands. And like, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe trying to kiss them or them kissing you. And like, I almost respect it. You know, she felt what she wanted. Like, like, like she didn't want to like keep like going against Dale, you know, like cheating on Dale almost. And I, I know it's crazy. It's 14 days, no, it's but not, still, no, it's not, it's not crazy. Feels, she feels how she feels. So it's kind of like, that's how she felt. I respect her for not continuing the ruse and 
and also like potentially not hurting him. I think he understands this with the game we're playing. Everyone's just hitting on every, like each other's girlfriend, whatever. But at the same time, like it's almost out of respect to him that she ended it. So, and I respect that. Gotcha. And then Tasha shows up. You guys are generally seemed all excited about that. Did you? I mean, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, she's, she, she's, 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 there's no denying it. Like she, she has a radiance about her mm-hmm. that, I Is mean, outside the physical beauty. show you're looking for, Joe? Smoke show. Smoke <laughs> show? Oh, <laughs> that's, kidding. that's a good word. That's been thrown around a little bit this past couple of weeks. Yeah, she was a smoke show, if I may quote Jason. But, um, but she definitely has this radiance and a presence about her. Um, and it's not just the fact that she's like physically gorgeous, which that's obvious, but like she's just, she also has this kind of like like humility and openness about her that is so attractive in a human, like any human, let alone somebody who's like like that physically attractive, which as a human, she's got really great um great presence and aura. And um that was obvious from the day one. And I'm not this is not because on the show, not whatever. Like I just think like if I met her in real life, I'll feel the same way. I was like, whoa, like who is that? You know, and we all felt it. Awesome. Um <laughs> What was I going to ask you? I love it. I love you. Tasha. Uh, what? Uh, so in. just I, again, going through the list of some of your other uh, cast mates. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel when they brought on the new guys? Mm. The four new guys. The new guys. I mean. They came in hot. You know, Noah and Spencer specifically. Yep. Um. It was tough because we were very, I mean, like th- this core, we called ourselves the sweet 16. Like yeah. we were like, you know, 16th, 16th, yeah, whatever, you know, classic. Guys, this is classic, classic. You guys, it's a, it's a very, from my point of view, this is a very bro season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on a bro season on Andy season. It was, you know, some seasons are more bro than others. And I don't think it's generally your guys' fault because you guys you had this unique experience of almost kind of bonding together because like Claire and Dale. This is what I was going to say. I think this season is unique in that sense where it's like Dale obviously like had the crown um, from day one and everyone else was like, there was a shared person that you're going after kind of. And so there's that commonality kind of like, you know, there's no, Everyone else was in the same position except that one person. And that one person yeah. honestly had a tough time probably in the house because of that, through no fault of his own, just because he was like in the lead. Um, and then we have some time before Tasha comes. And so, yeah, you, you, we bonded a lot. And so definitely I could see what you're saying. And I and obviously, like you said, there are reasons as to why that happened. Um, and uh, yeah, I agree. It's definitely like you got close with all these guys and um, for good reason. I mean, also not for nothing, like, a little older, a little more mature, a little more like self-aware, a little more confident. And I think there's really, I mean, I don't know past seasons, but I know they're much younger. And I just, but I do know as you get older, you go to more, you have more life experience. You just become a realer person. You're just more comfortable in your own skin. I think that was a factor of it too. We could just all just talk very plainly. And that was nice. It was great. Yeah. I, I think you could see it with some, I think a lot of people saw it with you. I think you see it some other people. I don't see that in Ed, but that's just <laughs> me. That's just your opinion. It's just your opinion. You d- I mean, I don't. Well, I mean, you talk, you talk about maturity <laughs> and knowing who you are. I just feel like some yeah. of these actions you're seeing from Ed are, are, are not becoming of a mature adult who's comfortable in his own skin. Yeah. Like you didn't do what he did, so mm-hmm. you seem mm-hmm. to be a mature person. 
Again, I think everyone just has different ways of expressing it. It's so so nice. a love language so, for Joe. It's so nice. a love it's language, love man. It's a love language, man. Uh, it's, all, it's also a love language. It's all. So let, let's talk about Noah then. Because yeah, oh, yeah, I know it's, you, you, mm. you, Noah came in, and obviously this episode, and you, know, you nor I or, or, or Manny knows like what's next for Noah. Noah has mm-hmm. kind of, in previews, has mentioned he's going to keep it going, and he may be the villain. I don't want to be the villain of the season, but... but but uh, you had a it, you were the one kind of sitting down with him in this episode. Um, I know you haven't seen it yet, but he would know was kind of talking to you in like a, a man chat, right? And you were this kind of the sage listener about like what was going on. Were you not? You were, you had some time alone with Noah talking, yeah? I, I did. I did. I, I um, you know, obviously the the camera, Nick, you know better than anyone. The camera catches 05 percent of what goes on, sure. right? I mean. So in the house, I talked to Noah, not for nothing, you know, he's a nurse, you know, I'm physician. We, he worked in ICUs during COVID. I, oh, yeah, I yeah. worked in a hospital that was hit very hard in COVID. We shared some more stories together and uh, we have appreciation and our mutual respect, just being in, being healthcare workers and not for nothing, especially in this crazy time on the front lines. We had some stories to share and, um, and he travels a lot and I love traveling as well. So we shared, we bonded over that off camera. It's hard to be the new guy again. That's what I was saying before. Like we had 16 guys who came in real strong and it's hard to break in and like, you know, try to make your way when everyone knows each other. Same thing for Spencer. He came in hot and uh, you're trying to make your mark, you know, as men with a lot of like, you know, alpha men are, which a lot, everyone on the show is some has some level of alpha, you know, to them. And you want to make your mark and you want to make your presence known. And especially when you're, when you're winning, trying to win the hearts of the heart of a woman. And especially when there's 6 million people watching or whatever. So it's like, you're trying to make your mark. Right. And so it was a tough situation for them. And um, I think he did the best that he, he could. And he's also like, he's that's just, you know, he's brash. He's relatively young. He's just grabbing life by the horns and just fucking, and just riding, you know? And yeah. um, I, I'm a, and I'm uh, actually, I, I, I'm not a Noah fan. Um, you are a Noah fan. He's got well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I, if I'm, I'm more inclined to defend Noah than criticize Noah mm. because I I think it's hysterical on a dating show mm-hmm. that people, some people historically will be criticized for trying to date. Right. You know, right. and especially as, as Joe has pointed out, like it is, it's a broy group. They've connected through this kind of mutual, they're not Dale experience. Totally. Right. And then, <laughs> And then, yeah, yeah. and then you know, the new guy comes in, and him and Spencer, and 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 they go for it, mm-hmm. and they and they feel like yeah. the outsider totally. because they're not part of the Sweet Sixteen, totally. as Joe mentioned, and and that's totally. what Noah was trying to convey in the episode. It's mm-hmm. just like, you know, is Noah going about it the right way? Maybe not. Right. Is he? Is he? Who's to say? Is he like not? He, Noah doesn't seem to be going out of his way to not ruffle their feathers. Right. 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 Does he have to? Is it fair to Noah that he is he does he have to show it and be like, I know you guys have been here for two more weeks. I know I'm new, but like so like I know this is your territory. Noah is basically like, what? I don't have to do that. Right. He's here. He's you know, here. he's there. And so I don't do I think he's doing anything wrong. No. Is he bringing some heat on himself a little bit? But I do think the other guys are more guilty of being clicky and mm-hmm. being, you know, a, a little bit of... I mean, he jumped the fence first, quickly. Yeah, so like, I think that, that's the perception. So I, 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 I'm, more, I'm, more, I'm more inclined to defend Noah than criticize him right. at this point, knowing what we know so far. 
Do you think um do you do, do you think that it's like guys are deferential to each other so they're not as aggressive? Do you think that's that's kind of people are pulling their punches a little bit because we've had this shared experience? Say say that one more time. Do you think we're being deferential to each other, like the sweet sixteen, and do you think we're kind of pulling punches, being less aggressive toward each other because we know each other so well? In my experience in that world, they're yeah. usually yeah, it's it's I think so. I've I've you know, I equate it to high school very often. You that environment, as I'm sure you've just experienced, it it's kind of makes you go back to those kind of very you know, plays on your insecurities, your kind of primal instincts, if you will, and it becomes very yeah. territorial. And you know, this particular the sweet sixteen, as you call it, like it's a lot of like, well, being gentlemanly and things like that, and don't step on anyone's toes, uh-huh. and as long as you all play by these these rules that don't exist that you guys have decided to talk about, then everything's yeah. fine. And it's like it, you guys are like, and it's not you when I say you guys, like it happens yeah, every no, season, no, 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 but no. like, like you're treating it like yeah. it's the golf etiquette on a golf course. Like there's a way of doing things and there's not, and I'm just like, right. It's a dating show. And so when someone like a Noah comes in and says, you know what? I'm, I'm going to play through. You know, I'm not going to wear a college shirt on the golf course. Everyone's like, yeah. whoa, buddy. And he's just like, you know. <laughs> I'm wearing a V-neck. I'm gonna, you know, and so, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, I think, My, there's a, I, I think there's a little bit of favoritism towards the guys that are already comfortable with. And I think there's kind of a know your role mentality that the existing group makes the new people feel. That's that's my perception. That is completely fair. And uh, I would say, because I felt that way too, definitely. There's definitely like, once you know somebody, you're like, Yo, like you're gonna like step over my boy like that's mm-hmm. don't do that you know like we love yeah. ben we love you know easy we love these guys so it's like um you know why would like it's not okay because that's our friend now you know versus we're all starting the same starting in the same place and we all know each other equally well but to some level my thought was on some level like it's a dating show it's a reality show though right as real as a reality show is but wouldn't you want to go out with a joke? Like, wouldn't someone like that? And this is, this is, this may sound like a rhetorical question, but it's not because I'm asking myself this because I'm not there anymore, obviously. But like, wouldn't you want to go out with somebody who is like, not like a gentleman versus somebody who's like, like, like I want to step over like that, like, you know, that guy in the street to get to you. Like, I will push over my, my buddy to get to you. Like, is that what you want? I'm not sure if that's what you want either. So that, that was, mm. I mean, what do you think about that? You, yeah, uh, a great question. I just think it's a, kind of a dangerous to like equate that env- environment to like a real world experience. Mm-hmm. Right. If, and that's what I'm if saying, Noah reality. literally like showed up on a date and pushed, you know, Ben out of the way, right. then I would be like, that's rude, you yeah. know, right, but right, hopping right, right. the fence, you know, literally First. in an environment where Ed, you know, has a he medical medical reason <laughs> yeah the shoulder the shoulders yeah, the shoulder. i will say joe you're the a very shoulder. good friend and i appreciate that about yeah, you you're, you're very willing to defend your friends <laughs> um but yeah i don't uh, again especially you know it's like being a gentleman like like it's a more appropriate analogy to be like well if you had a girlfriend like how gentlemanly should you be when your buddy wants to go out with your girlfriend you know, mm. because this is a reality TV show that is expected to end in an engagement in 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 six weeks in your guys's case, nine weeks for non-COVID times, and so 
I've always taken the approach that there's being polite and then there is being earnest about actually showing up and trying to give any respective relationship a shot. And if you really want to give a relationship a shot, you, you have to decide where your energy is going to go. Right. And so like, to me, I look at a Noah and I say, his energy is going towards Tasha. And I look at an Ed and say, his energy is going to people who are getting more time than him with Tasha. Right. Sure. And that, if I was sure. just using those two to example. And so, yeah, I mean, gentlemanly. I just, I just wanted a guy who would show up for me. But I like, I mean, but you uh, definitely seem like the type of person who, even in life, like you, like you said, you sat down with Noah. Obviously, you had a, a, a connection being in the medical field. Um, we're, we're, we're more, was Noah, do you feel like that was a unique conversation you had with Noah? Or, and like you said, like so much of what goes on, we don't get a chance to see each other. There's just not enough time. But did, yeah. did Noah get a chance to talk to other guys in the house? Or was he, that, was he really an outsider at that point in the season from your perspective? I think um, Noah's got, again, that, that, um, that youthful indiscretion about him. And um, I think, like you said, when you have a, a group of guys who have been formed that bond, um yeah it was a little bit jarring to see this guy just jump the fence and do all these things and she asked like like chris harrison asked me to do it so i put that on noah zero percent i mean like good for him to for, do, for doing that like for having the guts to do that um but i think he was in from the from the from the from the get-go he just had this energy this brash energy about him which i think if we started with him we would love this guy and that's like the, that's like the the thing about it like yeah it's just one of those things where you know that's just that's just the real world where you're a new you're a new guy and especially in amongst this, this hierarchical society the society we lived in in, in, in the bachelor world it's kind of like um I, w I think he definitely had a devil make care attitude and from the very beginning and honestly i did i felt for him because i'm like you listen dude you you spend your time doing good you are a good human you know and you and you like to have fun and that's what you're doing right now and you're also having fun trying to win the heart of like the, the, the girl you, that you're going after. Like, like I, I can't blame you for that. And I don't blame you for that. And I understand it. And, you know, I'm not sure what, what you're referencing to exactly, which conversation, because I talked to him a lot. Um, was they, it the they showed one of your, they just showed one of your conversations. Um, okay. And it really wasn't, it was just you guys kind of talking. It wasn't really. Okay. Okay. But I clearly it just showed that you stuff. were talking to him where mm -hmm. like it was like you were the only it yeah. like it seemed like you're the only one of the guys that talked to him i'm not gonna say that i mean people talk to him but uh i definitely i think i was a sympathetic ear and um uh for the reasons i stated before and um again i think it was it was not i mean I, like, like if you were to ask him i would say he would say like f it like you know i, I was just doing me but we're all people you know like Nobody wants to feel like they're the outsider. Like, I don't care how, you know, how much, like how much testosterone, how alpha, how like confident you are. Like, you always want to be, feel like you're accepted wherever you go. We all want acceptance. And so I think, you know, unfairly, I think he was placed in that role. Like the other guys, Montel, Peter, and Spencer, all of them were like placed in a role where you're like, you know, like you get relegated to the bottom, you know, like relegated to like, you know, like the, the, the leftovers and, mm -hmm. Obviously, these guys are not okay with that, and they and they shouldn't be. 
and um, Noah would just was more open about it. And um, I, I understood that's where he was. Yeah. What about what about Spencer? I mean, he came in hot as well. This particular episode, he disappeared, kind of flew under the radar. So mm -hmm. maybe we'll see more of him. Maybe we won't. But yeah, what we're yeah. we're it sounds like Noah came in hot and he just mm. he's going to stay hot. Did yeah. did. Did, did Spencer? I mean, again, you you left, so you know as much as we know at this point. But yeah, um, is it was there things that we just didn't get to see because of not enough airtime, or did did Spencer kind of have that line and kind of then kind of settle in in a more uh, cruise control from the from what you saw while you were there? Spencer came in real hot, dropped that. Uh, so which one of you, you know, scared away Claire? Scared well, that was Claire. pretty funny. And, uh, <laughs> classic line, actually a classic line. Yeah, respect uh, to Spencer. Um, and, but he, after, um, you know, you know, after you get called lunch meat, I think you start reflecting, you know, you really start thinking, like, is that, is that, am I, am I, am I like, is that what people look at me like, like a piece of bologna? Am I just, uh, 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 you know, like a bore? Like, so I think he was just like, why I'm like, He's, a, he's also a charming guy, which you've seen and you will see. He got the first impression rose. That wasn't an accident. Like, he's a guy who came in hot, but, you know, is also, like you said, he's a bro. You know, um, we were able to talk. Like, I remember after that date, after the the, the date where he got where he got that bloody lip and and uh, people were not happy, but not happy with how he acted. Um, we ate lunch the next day or breakfast the next day. And I'd heard briefly about this. and. Um, and I just, I mean, listen, I wasn't there. I don't, I don't know the guy. So I just sat with him. I ate with him and uh, we just talked about, you know, he's from San Diego. He loves surfing. I love surfing. So we bonded over that. And we had like a two hour conversation where we were just like, just talking. And um, it wasn't like, you know, a measuring contest of any sort. Nobody was like, you know, everyone was just, we're just kicking it. And I was like, yeah, I think after a while he understood, you know, that this was the energy that was he was putting out and maybe it wasn't exactly the energy you wanted to put out and um after that he kind of was just like let me listen a little bit more than just like like pop off which is what he was doing to start and um i think that's how he who he is in real life too you know like and so he just became more comfortable in that situation um i just think in part and, and please disagree with me but like when you're, I'm not going to just chalk it up to you because not just you, but in part it's youth where you're like, let me make my mark. Like, let me like show you who I am. And when you get a little older, you're just like, this is who I am. And like, take it or leave it a little bit. Like, I'm good. You know, you hope you get there. But I just think Spencer was a little bit further along that line. Kind of like, all right, like I came in hot. I got a little, I got some heat. And um, let me just like, let me just like take it all in for a sec and figure it out. So. Yeah, in, in general, I would totally agree with you um, that hopefully that is the case with most people. As they get older, they get to figure out who they are, and then some people yeah. don't, even though they do get older. <laughs> who are we talking? Who are we talking about? No, no, but not not not, not just Ed. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to pick on just Ed. Not I mean, just not just Ed. How old's Bennett? Most, How old's Bennett? Oh yeah, Bennett. Ben's also uh, thirty-six. Also, yeah, Ben's thirty-six. No, Bennett, I I Bennett don't know. I don't know if Bennett knows who he is yet. I'm not. I it. Do you, uh, it honestly, when I I first started watching the season, we were talking about this before you popped in. <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know if Bennett knows who he is. It's not clear as a viewer. 
Like it's it was so clear in the little bit that we got to see you. Like here is this guy. Joe is like self deprecating. Has mm-hmm. got and, and he knows and he's confident. And he, he's like he's fine. He's totally fine with who he is. And that read so so clearly. Just the limited airtime you got, and the more you watch Ben, you're like, does he know he's kind of a charming dork, or does he think he's Superman? Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not clear like whether Joe's like Brosnan. I actually and, don't know. And I think, and I think, <laughs> I think, I think right now. Correct me if I'm wrong, because you got you know him. I don't. I think he thinks he's Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, but he's actually a very charming dork. Yeah. He's just a low budget um, president. <laughs> He's yeah. a great value. <laughs> great value. And, and, and if he realized that he was a charming dork, he would be very charming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Charming. Right, right, right. Um Bennett is, you know, I I obviously we got close to Bennett. Not for nothing. We, like we live close to each other. We're the same age. And um Bennett has many faces. Uh, and also many face masks, both. But uh, he has like, as do he, I. As do, do as do we all. We all have. We all wear different masks, mm-hmm. face masks, whatever. And um, he definitely has. I mean, I'll just put it plain. I just think like, whatever. Like, obviously, the Bachelor again shows you point five percent of of all the things that happened the show does and um and obviously and and it's like it's a it's observer bias like when you know you're being watched i'm gonna put this as generally as i can when you know you're being watched you will ask them if you know you're being studied that's just that's that's a classic bias in psychology or any study sure. when you know you are being watched you will act differently not and some people that that affect that bias is greater or less and maybe with him it could be a little more um maybe so that's what I'll say to that. But like in life, Bennett is obviously, I mean, I don't know if you knew this, but he, Bennett went to Harvard. Like he's actually a very intelligent guy. <laughs> I would never would have guessed. Um, <laughs> I missed that. Little, like fun, fun fact. Fun fact. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, so yeah, I mean, he's uh, definitely a guy who is smart and, um, and and use that intelligence to his to, to his benefit as much as he could, but also also super like he gets people, and that's like neither here nor there a charming dork or like Superman, whatever you want to call it. But like he understands, like he's, he understands people, and um, I think that served him well in life, and I think that's serving him well on this sh- on on the Bachelorette and trying to win Tasha's heart, you know. So. Um, you can't take that away from him. you know, like he's doing great. Yeah, I mean, and he's 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 one of the stars of the season yeah. so, so far. So he understands people, but maybe not necessarily himself. Mm, an empath. <laughs> it's not. It's not clear. It's oh, not. It's I'm just. Not, it's, not, not, it's not clear. Can, can, can I say this though? Like, what if we're playing checkers and he's playing chess? He's like, he knows exactly who he is, and he's just like he's manipulating his version of you to like of himself maybe so like, but sometimes people make the mistake of trying to play chess when the game is checkers <laughs> you got i need time to prop that's jesus you just put Joe's the game down you, friend, it, you, you like, reversed it friends with everyone yeah, yeah. i've just said um but uh yeah but ben, ben, bennett's been an interesting case study as a viewer to watch just because he's 
you know, he's got, as they would say, the layers. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Joe. How did you... Not how. I mean, you went to med school. I was about to ask, how did you become a doctor? And I was like, I don't know. No, I get, I, got, I, 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 I get asked that question a lot. Uh, like, <laughs> how I went did to you fucking become a school? <laughs> like, no, but like, yeah. Um, just like, tell us a little bit about yourself. What inspired you to be a doctor? Maybe that's a more appropriate question. Um, sure. You know, I actually didn't, didn't always, um, I wasn't always on this track. I had actually been consulting for a few years before, um, before I realized I want to be a doctor. And um, I just think, um philosophically speaking if i may dive a little Please. deep i know this Please. is a show about the bachelor but if my day dive a little deep i think um like uh what makes humans human to some level is happiness. like that is our ultimate goal in anything we do right it is to find happiness and uh it doesn't matter if you're a doctor or a podcast host or a you know sanitation engineer it doesn't matter like if you whatever you do to find your happiness whether it's fishing surfing, whatever it is like it, our, our ultimate goal will be to find happiness i think and that is the function that makes us human to some on some level it's like um you know fish don't look for happiness they, they're trying to survive you know lions even i think you know it's a spectrum i don't think it's like all or nothing but mostly just try to survive but it is our function as a human being, as a homo sapien, to be to pursue happiness. And I just I, and, and without health, whatever that whatever that end is to find happiness, without health, you can't even pursue it. You know, like the human condition isn't you're not we're not meant to suffer. Um, and through like especially through health, if you're suffering, you can't even try to be happy. Now, whether like, whether you succeed or not to find happiness, that's going to be that's your life. That's the struggle. That is what existence is like. That's what our existence is about some to be right. We're all looking for it, but without health, you can't even begin that journey to look for it. And so philosophically speaking, I think for me, and also obviously I was interested in it, like in life and like in, in biology and all those things, but that coupled with this, this idea that, Hey, like restoring someone's ability to be happy, whatever that may be, that is good. That is like a universal good. And I want to be good, so why not pursue that path? And and I did. It's great. <laughs> I'm done. I'm spent. I'm, I'm your, your DMs are currently blowing up. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. As they yeah. should be. No, yeah. But you're. I think the best part. You're obviously a very. Are we sincere. live right now? Wait. No. Are we no, no. live? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're not, but when as people listen to this, Joe, in their car, oh, they're going to be having what this I'm, is your I'm sleepless in Seattle moment, Joe. Yeah, mm -hmm. this That's is. It. So your it's your sleepless in Seattle moment. You should know that reference. You're 36. I, I, I love the movie, but yeah. what's what's that? What is the moment? What was because the moment? Oh, when Ma you on Meg the Ryan's, li you know, mm -hmm. listening to Tom Hanks' son in oh, the car, yes, yes. and and Sorry. all yeah, these, you. you know, I don't know if you know this about you. You wouldn't know this about my my show. But it's 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 a heavy woman audience, Joe. <laughs> and uh, but how many people listen to this show? I thought this was like I thought you had like twelve people. Your 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 family comprising of like half of those people. It's how mostly people my family show? and a few uncles <laughs> right, and okay. aunts. But <laughs> right. I do have sisters, Joe, and I just <laughs> okay. want you to know that they will be. We're getting the fan mail coming in. Yeah, yes, they, they will be sliding. Um, what else? Was, oh, how did you end up on the show? Did you? Yeah. Did, did you audition? Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, that's a good question. Um, actually, somebody from the show reached out to me uh, and asked me if I wanted to do it. And uh, this was um, in the spring, in the 
in the height of the pandemic in New York, which obviously was the first place it really hit in the United States. And um, man, I, it was, obviously it was quarantine. So I'd go back to my, my, I would just be in my, you know, 450 foot like cell pretty much for the past month, couple of months. When I wasn't there, I'd be at the hospital taking care of um, a lot of patients, a lot of whom uh, had COVID. And it was not something I would normally do, but I got this random message and I thought 2020, this is like that year where like, you know, not for nothing, like I, time is so precious and I do want to find a wife. I do want to find love. And there was no dating around at that time. And I found out, I looked, Googled who it was. I looked up, you know, information about Claire and, um, and I put that all together. And then I was like, you know what? Like, it's just an interview. Like the first time it was just an interview. So I just rolled with it. And, uh, and yeah, it rolled into me being on the show. Awesome. Um, there's been a lot of talk in Bachelor Nation about uh, improving diversity. Um, you know, obviously, Tasha being the second uh, woman of color lead, and then you have Matt James. But there also has been even more so a lack of Asian representation on the show. Is that something that you've been made aware of, or you have you talked about? Like, I know, did you didn't watch? Did you watch the show much prior to coming on? No, I pretty much. I haven't watched it at all. I never watched it at all. And every time yeah. I, probably, I probably like saw it and then I would like just click yeah. through it as fast as I could. So yeah, that but, was my uh, question. Were you, were you even made yeah. aware of just the lack of representation the Asian community had in that show? Because that's even, you know, they've had way more black people than um, uh, people who have an Asian background. Um, I was not aware of it. And only after I came back, honestly, um, was it a was was it made aware to me that there was a lack of age representation and um, and actually that's not true on the show um, some of the people some of the people there were like hey like just by the way like you know there haven't been many Asian like people on the show like no pressure but like you're kind of the the entirety of the race is uh, on your shoulders but no pressure like you do you think you think be you be you but uh you did, <laughs> you did a great job yeah, you did you served them well three billion people are uh you know are relying on your representation to the to, to uh thought, yeah, yeah to the world but um uh but but i did learn there and and, and in some weird way there's this one um there's somebody there a handler there who i really got close to and uh, there were tough times as Nick, you know, you know, maybe better than anybody, you know, like the long hours and the, the interviews and the odd sleep scheduling and um, just all the whole rigmarole. Sure, it's just but stressful. Um, it's stressful. It's like a psych it's a psychological like um, test, you know, more than like as much as anything else. But um, I used to tell one of these guys and who I was close with, I was like, man, when I'm like struggling or when it was tough, like. I don't know why it came to me, but there's this line in H to the Izzo call where, where Jay says, I do this for my culture. And uh, <laughs> there were a couple of moments where, yo, it was late at night and I was like talking to my, my dude and I was like, yo, it's tough right now, but man, I do this for my culture. And I was just like, that would give me a little bit of strength. Just a little bit. That's, that's awesome. Pushes man. you over the edge. Um, yeah, just a little, just to give me a little bit like, all right, man, suck it up. Just a little bit. You know, like it's not, and also like, what are we doing right now? Like, this is this is a dream that we're living in. All we have to do is like exist and and try to like 
and we get to talk to this beautiful woman and hang out with, like cool people in, in like in a desert like it really was like a weird mirage she's a desert like imagery well joe this has been a ton of fun getting to know you and i, I know a lot of people listening are, are going to love you even more i do have one final question before i do let you go but if you get the bat signal for paradise will you will we see you on the beach or is 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 this it for for joe and finding love on tv um that's a good question you know i'll say this um i think it's like moving and i'm i think it's probably more apt uh analogy would be like having kids where after i got back i was like man i'm i'm like i loved it but i'm glad to be back um, but it was an amazing experience and I would obviously do it again that first time if I could, because it was, you learned so much, but, um, and it's like moving where but when you, after you do it, you're like, oh man, I'll like, I'm glad I'm in my new place, but I'll never do that again. Or having kids were like, man, like, again, just from people telling me like, that was really hard. And I can't, I don't know if I could do that again. But then as time passes, you're like, okay, like it actually wasn't that bad. And, and I'm ready to do it again. But, um, I really hope I'm not single by the time that thing rolls around i hope i found somebody something meaningful to be honest with you well that's so i can only judge even, even more I endearing I'm but it's also not, it's also yeah. not that far it's also not that far it's not that far away they'll start may mm. may june so you that's only have like seven more months it. of being single guys i gotta to go it. um <laughs> the search has to start just say yes joe just it's a lot of fun uh, from be, between me and you and everyone listening it's it's a totally different uh a little bit more fun experience so if you happen to be they, single and someone doesn't sweep you off your feet and you get the opportunity i would like to see you on the beach as i'm sure everyone listening Nick, i mm -hmm. if any if there's anything that comes up obviously like um i appreciate you reaching out to me before and uh you're definitely like the president i don't know who's the president who's the prime minister you're chris harrison but but you're up you're like you know I'm definitely not a puff chris are. i'll tell you that much don't <laughs> even let you, don't even let chris get get you're wind like of the that secretary of state. Sorry, yes. chris, chris i'm so sorry first i hit on your your girlfriend and now i'm like like did you hit on you lauren throne um, there was this kind of love thing. Yeah, well, Lauren like, has a, 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 a well. If anyone hit on anyone first, Lauren hit on you. So, yeah. but I, but I, I, um, I returned fire, and um, so. But anyway, on I, well, I when the bat signal shines, you have to answer the call. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> right, that's what you have to. I'm, I'm, and it's Lauren. I'm only human, you know. Yeah, I mean, she's a delightful on. person, but, uh, and, and Chris is a very confident man. I'm sure he'll he'll <laughs> he'll be fine. Uh, Joe, well, definitely, we, uh, yeah. Uh, no, well, I'm happy to, to help you on anyway, but we, we hope to see you on the beach. We thank you for being so uh, gracious with your time. Thank you for being a healthcare worker and, and on the front lines of COVID, obviously, more than anything. And uh, it's been a delight watching you on the season. And, and we are saddened that uh, Tasha likes Ed better than you. <laughs> We're actually <laughs> devastated by it. Personally. It actually really Personally hurts. speaking, I'm devastated. It was, it was, I was personally <laughs> offended at, by yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, it was a slap in my face. For sure. um, <laughs> it's not okay. Nick, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It was super fun. Manny, it was, it was nice to meet you That's as so well. nice to meet you, Joe. Um, thank you guys for having me. And um, I guess we'll we'll, uh, we'll see. And um, yeah, good luck to, I mean, I'm, and I'm excited to see the rest of the season too. It's like a great group of guys. Tasha's a great girl and I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for your time and uh, best of luck with everything. Thanks very much, Nick. Appreciate it. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> Bye.
Well, we're back. <laughs> we're back. We're back. Um, well, Shit, Joe is everything we hoped he would be. Joe is everything I hoped he would be. And, and more. more. I would say and more for sure. He's definitely he, wrong he about Ed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no Joe is a very period. sweet person. And obviously it sounds like Joe is great at seeing the good in everyone he really the wor- is the world needs more people like that but my criticism again of ed is not that he's a good friend i have no doubt in mm-hmm. that it's that well yeah it's i told not a good you contestant. a friend of mine said that ed reminds her of like a booger that just can walk it's terrible <laughs> it's the one he and that's like, not ed's fault that's not ed's fault but what is ed's fault like <laughs> I yeah I take I have a big I like I like I to mention to to Joe I just I hate it when people on that show say things Ed reminds me and this is before you started watching but mm-hmm. on Caitlyn season Joshua do you remember Joshua yeah and it was like I don't know I just have a my 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 guy tuition or whatever just oh tells God. me it's just like you know Ed Ed is clearly projecting his own insecurities about whatever insecurities mm-hmm. he has. On to Chasen and now Noah. Totally. And again, well, Noah might be not going out of his way to avoid conflict. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, especially after hearing Joe talk, here you have Noah, a nurse yeah. on the front lines. And he's made literally like battling, Noah more. He's yeah. made me literally battling like COVID. You think Noah has time for a bunch of, no. as, as, as Joe mentioned, adult males who are older than him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Noah comes from a large family, right? Yeah. So Noah has has like I don't know where Noah falls in line, but he's certainly not intimidated by stressful situations. Mm-hmm. The guy's helping battling COVID, so it doesn't surprise me at all that Noah's just like really guys, like, whatever, fuck it, yeah, it. yeah, because it's pettiness, mm-hmm. right? And, I agree. And, and and Joe acknowledged in a very diplomatic way mm-hmm. that there was definitely a, a group, the Sweet Sixteen, as we now know. Mm-hmm. And that what should a happen. Cute name. That happens every. I died. I mean, it's <laughs> so funny, right? Like you hear you, you know, you know, you have Joe talking about like adults and maturity, right? And every season, you, you know, we're, we're whether it's twenty-two year olds or mid-thirty guys, mm-hmm. every season, whether it's the Bachelor, Bachelorette, you have a group in that that identify. They label. They give their group a name. <laughs> Every oh, yeah, like the Rose fucking, Boys. The Rose Boys. <laughs> that Wells told us about the yeah. Rose Boys. Wow. You got the Sweet 16 on my mm-hmm. season. Like Rachel and Corinne and Raven gave themselves a name. I forgot what it was. Like every fucking season, they resort a to the, like a very high school type mm-hmm. of mentality. I know I said every time, but like it's, I think it's hysterical, you know? Um, I think it's really cute actually though. I think it's adorable. Like I like that they give themselves a little name. It gives me very much like nostalgic vibes, like high school yeah. nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, like high school. I mean, but also like literally like just like thirty five year olds acting like high schoolers. So there's well, that, literally that. The, it's like that part's cute, but the yeah. downside of that is you get the behavior that you see in like yep. the ads mm-hmm. and these other guys who then you know equate this like gentlemanly behavior as labeling. Noah is the outsider right. or or some sort of like you know you got you have Bennett calling him a child. Yes, talking to a 14-year-old. Oh yeah, that, that part, whole I, thing. I was shook. I was like, "Wow, Bennett's like out here." Yeah. Did what did you did you think that Bennett was justified or did you find him to be a little dickish in that moment? I thought he was a little dickish, I'm not going to lie, but I was kind of like, but it's cuz I 
like Noah. So I think that I'm a little bit biased because I think Noah's like really cool and I like him and I like him shaved. Um, but <laughs> you, you have the hots for Noah. That could also be the thing as well. Oh, but you also that have might the be hots the for Kenny. So I don't True. know how to t- feel about that situation. True. I'm actually really be- devastated about Kenny. So be- why? That he went home. I'm devastated. Because I loved we, watching we, him. We no longer get to see him not button his shirts. <laughs> oh, wait. And yes. Then, oh, 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 oh. Yes. Oh, oh, and then he's like, if he called her T one more time, I was going to punch Oh, my God, T. Did he call her T? <laughs> I he forgot about like, what he says, so oh, like, T. Even in all of his interviews, he's like, so, like, so, like, so like T's got the this or, or when I'm gonna talk to T or when I see T later I oh found it my God. so annoying or like the when they were doing the but um, you love him so no, you I have do. to I love defend him. him I have to defend him I DM him sometimes <laughs> I'm like, you've DM'd Kenny? I've absolutely DM'd Kenny 100% has just being res- like has he has re- responded yes in a very sweet nice dude way <laughs> even though I'm over here like professing my love he's just like you're so sweet dude thank you so much <laughs> okay and I'm like okay well obviously I will never have a chance but I just had to slide into the DMs like I had to I could not I can't. He Could would call not. you M. He'd be like, oh, thanks, M. I would love that. <laughs> I actually would. If he were to, even though the T thing is annoying, I'm like, but he called me M. I'd be like, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For I sure. Can't 100%. With the T thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm devastated. Kenny, I was like, talking to T. Ken, I Kenny, I was just like, you know, I mean, he just, you know, the boy band manager, he just, he, he was almost like a caricature of yeah, himself. He yeah, yeah, totally, right? totally. And so it was like, you know, and he never really had a connection with Claire or Tasha, yeah, and it yeah. was just kind of time to, to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was shocked by, by Chasen leaving. I was too. I was shocked that she chose Ed to stay over Chasen, to be quite honest. Well, I mean, that's just more Ed's serving a role. And yeah, Ed's willingness to art. literally complain about anything uh-huh. is valuable at this and point in the season. TV. Yeah. Um, but it was quite the turn from last. That week. to me, that tells yeah. me that Jason, I mean, that that Tasha was just not into Jason. Mm-mm. I don't think she was because, um, yeah, I mean, he got booted. She seems Four to like that more, like pretty boy, dorky. The word I don't know, yeah, but also like laid like back kind of. Dorky. Someone she a little bit more intelligent. Someone a little bit more like well spoken, well spoken, thought provoked. Yeah, like she seems to like somebody who's a little got have a little deep bit more, conversations. Yeah, nerdy in her. Yeah, polished almost. Mm-hmm. Polished. Yeah, I feel like Tasha's very polished. So I think that she would want someone who's very polished as well. So she seems to like that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Not smoke show. Not smoke showing. Yeah. yeah. So Jason. Got to go, but you know, mm-hmm. back to back to the no. I feel like when watching it, it felt like Noah was getting a very similar edit that I got, which mm-hmm. was like you know, ruffling feathers simply just by t- you doing know, what doing what done, yeah, just by like not apologizing mm-hmm. for um, just Dating going for the girl, someone? you know, like, and there was a moment where you know, uh, there was a beat where they're all like at the table uh-huh. and, and it's right for the rose ceremony and noah's wearing the rose and he's yes. just like and he's saying how um how having a rose makes him feel yes while he's wearing the rose except that that's such it just like he was clearly i don't know who he was answering but uh-huh. he was answering a question that how does it feel to have a rose totally. without question totally he was simply answering a question mm-hmm. So that was in no way, that was in no way Noah peacocking. Right. He was 100% answering a question, maybe even from one of the guys, you know, hey guy, you know, it might've been Kenny, kind of been Kenny just being like, hey, well, you have a rose, you must feel good. What do you think? And he was probably like, yeah, feels pretty good to have a rose. (laughs) (laughs) And all of a sudden, what we hear is, well guys, just so you know, I got a rose. (laughs) 
just kind of clips and thrown in. Everyone's asking questions. Yeah, it's part of the show. But like, you guys are all standing around like that. Do the producers ask questions to people? Sometimes, if there's not like you need people to talk in credit TV show, but most of the time it happens between the guys. The guys are constantly asking each other questions. You know, but or the producer asked. Probably but no is definitely responding to a question. Mm. a question to somebody asking a question. He, I mean, w- he wasn't just randomly like, "Hey, before we start this night, I, <laughs> I, have, I have something to, I want to express my feelings <laughs> about <laughs> having this rose." Zero yeah. chance. Mm-hmm. He wasn't answering a question. Uh, another mean, reason why I don't have a problem with Noah because so, so then we have the situation where towards the end of the episode where right. Noah talk to Tasha. Talks to Tasha. Right? That part I was a little shook. Now, Noah has these, like, facial expressions uh-huh. that make you go, you're a little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot. But I can't in that show that. judge anyone for a facial expression because. It's their face. Not only that, but, like, they're just on your face mm-hmm. 24-7, and we all make stupid faces. Right. So that uh, a facial expression can and cannot or may or may not be used out of context. Uh-huh. So I hate to judge someone by a facial expression but noah seems to have one of those faces where he just noah clearly doesn't mind drama and that's right. fine he is right. not afraid of it he is not afraid of getting himself into some shit he goes to Tasha, and he just says hey and it, it it comes across a little strategic i i feel like it was very strategic to be honest he had a rose so i feel like if he he was safe, like he was like, oh, I'm good, but let me just kind of throw the guy. So did you the have bus. a problem with it? I didn't really have a problem with that. I was just kind of like, oh my god, I can't believe he's doing this. I was yeah, a little he didn't shook. Didn't throw any names under the bus. Yeah, he didn't. So he could have. I'm curious what people will say because some people might criticize him for it. But I will say this: if Noah didn't do that, there is a zero percent chance that Ed or one other guy wouldn't have come to Tasha and said, uh-huh, uh-huh. "Just so you know." Uh, we don't think Ed, the Noah's here for the right reasons. Noah did it first. So Noah, but, I mean, he really like set Tasha like off with that one. Like she really went like ballistic. Which I gotta say, uh, it's not really Tasha's fault. However, what a weird. I'm 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 definitely in general uh, over uh, the double stand. There's a lot of double standards that we see in society between men and women and yeah. on the bachelor. Because if a, because if a bachelor had walked in and scolded a bunch of women, it would have been. Well, she yells at them like they're. Children, yeah. right? And now, like, Tasha's not the first bachelorette to do that. It's become a thing. Right. Andy did that. Uh, uh, Hannah, Hannah, Hannah Brown did that. With, with again, that's part Claire of Claire did too, kind of. Claire, she? I mean, yeah, Claire. I mean, yeah. um, but like, it's to be honest, like that's it seemed more authentic. It means seems more authentic to. This is not a criticism of anyone. But it seemed more authentic for Hannah Brown to do that because that right. seemed to be more in her nature, or even Claire. It doesn't seem like it's in Tasha's nature, so it seemed it felt forced for right. for Tasha to be like yelling at the guys about quite honestly, through no fault of her own, is something that was probably a fair criticism to be like. I mean, listen, the roses. You don't need an insider's point of view. To know if you've watched the show, it's not a coincidence that multiple times in a season, often people who receive the rose at certain times is the person who will most irritate everyone else. Of course. Happens every season. So do the math, right? And so Noah suggests something that there's probably some truth to it. Right. And Tasha's response is to like get all mad 
And like, and it, you know, I don't fault Taisha because she's a victim of a TV show at that moment. Mm-hmm. But it just read a bit insincere. I do think that it's like, um, you know, strange to get upset about like that, where it's like, oh, well, they are challenging my, you know, tr- like me being truthful, and it's like, but that's like. And like, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of like, not. I would like, have loved to have and. seen Taisha go. And yeah, like I would have become the biggest Taisha Stan at that point. Stan, if she would have just looked at. Okay. And. Okay. It's her show. Oh, like, why, it's like, so she great. doesn't have to like answer. Yeah. Really, like, really Sometimes I give people roses because it's fun. I want to see and how I you like guys it. fucking react. <laughs> Maybe I do. Maybe I am trying to create tension because mm-hmm. you know what i want to replicate i want to create and represent strong uh, stressful environments mm-hmm. because you know what is so telling about any relationship it's not how well you get along it's what you do when it's stressful how mm-hmm. do you deal with conflict how do you deal with pressure mm-hmm. resolutions good way to twist it that's hot, what Did i would tell that's the women amazing. on my season and, you know and because like look, the re- vanessa didn't get a a group date rose so like clearly roses are used for a variety of different ro- reasons mm-hmm. and did corinne get a group date rose she got a ton of group oh, date rose especially when it would just fire everyone up <laughs> <laughs> I live for it. see and you know when what like there is there is a sincerity it's not just a tv show from a from my you know the producers might have their motives mm-hmm. but i had my motives too and that was I want to see how you guys respond to not getting what you want whenever you want it. Mm-hmm. Every rela- like it is an imperfect environment that world, right? It is a TV show that is asking real people to develop real relationships in that world, right? right? And I get so why every person like Tasha and Claire and myself at the time like go about it in all different ways, but those are those, those that attempt at relationships is real, and you have very limited time and resources to try to get to know all the people there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would have loved to see Tasha go, and, and? <laughs> that would have been is that an issue? <laughs> I would have li- like, not even blink and just mm-hmm. ignore it. That would have been so good and been so different. But instead, we got like the. Oh, it's the moment where the bachelorette's supposed to yell at the guys like they're kids. I, yeah. I'm over right. it. I hope we don't see that anymore. And I don't fault Tasha for that. Mm-hmm. I just I am over that because it's not it's not a thing anymore. It's yeah. like now it bec- it's like it's just, it's it's become almost a cliche of oh tell your sad story, you know. I feel like it must also it's be a personal preference too, of though. mine. People might disagree, but uh, it's become too anything that gets repeated every season becomes yeah. something that's now part of the show. Right. And I would, it, it's now it's, it was cool when it felt authentic. Anywho, right. any final thoughts, Manny, before we let you go? Honestly, I'm just excited to see the rest of the season. To be honest, I do miss some of the drama with Claire. I'm not going to lie watching Tasha's, but it is nice to indulge on some, a Sunday every once in a while. Well, maybe we will and not Sour Patch Kids. Maybe we will see <laughs> some more drama. We needed this type of, I needed the reprieve, though. I really did. We needed it. Tasha's been nice in that regard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're finally getting a chance to even get to know the men. Think about it. This is only... This, yeah. We, get, we didn't get to know any of these guys. It's a bummer. We, we yeah. got to know Joe more. I know. But we just got so overly we just consumed. Know, we just got to know Joe in an hour-long <sighs> conversation over three episodes and episodes and episodes of everything going on. I love Joe. He's great. Mm-hmm. Uh Manny, thanks so much for taking Thank the time, helping oh us God. do this breakdown and, 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 and talk to Joe. Um, 
Where can people find you? All the great things you're you can doing. Find me on Manny MUA seven three three on Instagram, YouTube, the full everything. Manny MUA. How do we Manny? Manny MUA. Manny MUA. Manny Gutierrez. If I'm gonna listen to a podcast. And at it, Manny MUA. There you go. There we go. At Manny MUA. I want people to be like, subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> Manny's got so many subscribers. And and for the, for, for the for the people who aren't familiar with your work, because mm-hmm. I know there are literally millions, what, what, what would be a benefit for them to subscribe? Well, for me, I like to, you know, I like to show off makeup. I like to teach people how to do makeup. I like to review makeup. So if you're interested in makeup or skincare lifestyle stuff i'm the go-to for that the go you're the guy the, i'm the dude if it looks good on me as a dude it's gonna look really good on you as a girl i mean the go-to. <laughs> now i'm so embarrassed i'm not wearing makeup Stop. actually i was thinking about putting makeup on before just to like get rid of these bags under my eyes and then Stop when it. he came in and sat down because he was so on time i was like i'm not putting my makeup on in front of this person because it would be bad you look great I mean, I actually get that a lot. I get that all the time. People are like, I should put my makeup on around you. And I'm like, no, and I was like, no. Oh, no, no, please. No. I don't want to put it on wrong either. I don't. <laughs> I'm so bad at being a girl. I don't I didn't, like well, Carl Lewis was on my season. I didn't meet Carl Lewis and ask him to race. Like, why would you, you, you don't go up to an expert and then challenge. Like, why would you? But feel, that's my own insecurity. I know. But like, it him. seems odd that people were like, I should put makeup all, in front of all you all the time. Why would you? Think, why would you think I'm judging like their appearance? I don't know. I, don't I would know. never like ask an Olympian to race. <laughs> like, why? What? I, I was like trying to. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. But it's like, it's like trying to paint in front of a famous painter. Yeah. Like, you don't do it. You, exactly. That's why I didn't put makeup on. <laughs> Because I didn't want to do it wrong. Oh my God. Hold on, Michael Angel. Let me show you. Let me look at my yes. look at what I Crayola said. So that's exactly what it is with Manny. It's like I don't want to do it wrong because so like funny. it's like he's the Michelangelo of the makeup. Well, uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this bit of a mashup. We we want we didn't want to pass up on the opportunity to interview Joe. We couldn't, but we still wanted to be able to recap yeah. this this episode this for is you. Super fan. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Manny, thank you so much for for helping us through. Thank you for having me. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, uh, rate us five stars. Tune in tomorrow for Lala Milan. Lala Milan. I love very hysterical, very funny, wonderful her. entertainer. I mean, she's magic. She truly, truly is. magic. So truly. Uh, tune in tomorrow for some magic. <laughs> and other than that, I guess we'll yeah we will see you tomorrow. Perfect, bye.